Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now, as always, before we get started with the video, if you can just click the like and subscribe button and you will be notified every time new video content drops or if you're watching this or listen to this on a podcast, then you'll also be notified as well. Now, the title of this video podcast is Do Not Surround Yourself With Neckheads. Now, what is a neckhead? Um, well, a neckhead is somebody that is draining you, whether it be time, resources, knowledge, your experience, and literally they are just trying to get you down. They're adding stress to your life, they're adding complications that you shouldn't be. Now, this happens a lot more than what you think. I wrote a blog and posted it in my group, the Agency Growth Strategies group, and I got a lot of positive comments, um, but I also got quite a few messages. Now, I appreciate when people say they got quite a few messages, they didn't really get quite a few messages, but I did. I got about 14 or 15 and I've even had a couple of phone calls with people about this very subject. Now, a couple of those people who have messaged me were specifically on about um, their team. Some of their, one of them was actually even on about a family member. Now, I wasn't going to be a family counsellor, but I would treat neckheads the same no matter who they are, be it a family member, be it a close friend, be it a next-door neighbour, be it a business colleague, be it anybody, because it doesn't matter what the relationship is, it's the effect that that relationship has on you that you've got to be careful about. I've been very, very fortunate. I've spoke about this a few times. I don't suffer from um, mental health, but I have a lot of friends that do, some of my family members and people are close to me, so I can see how it affects you. And if you are, if you're surrounding yourself with negative people who are sapping that energy out of you and sapping the goodwill and everything that's positive, then it's going to have an effect on your mental health. And it's really, really prevalent now, especially with social media and the, the pressures and the stresses, the financial living crisis, that we've got to be as positive and stay as positive as we possibly can. So if you stay to the end, I'm going to give you three things why positive people should be a positive thing in your life and why you should look towards those positive things. But before we get started, I just want to focus on the neckheads, those negative people. So why are they draining and sapping your time and energy? The fundamental answer is because you're letting them, you're allowing them, you are allowing that negative energy into your life. Now, it could be something as simple as they just want a lot of your time, right? And that's absolutely fine. This is where your time management skills, and I'm not going to go into that in great detail because we spoke about it on the podcast many, many times. You've just got to learn to say the word no. I'm busy. I can't give you my time at the minute. It's not It's not something that I want to push you. The next type of naked is somebody where it's it's energy. Now, don't get me wrong; it will be for, it will be a little bit of time, and everything I'm going to mention here, there's going to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And overall, they're taking energy, time, and focus, and your knowledge. But somebody who's taking your energy is somebody who's just incredibly negative, incredibly, incredibly upset all the time. They're trying to drag you down to their level. They could be actually quite vicious, and they could be gossiping about people. That's something that you don't want to get involved in. Because if they're negative, their energy rubs off on you. And more importantly than that, if you've been gossiping with them because you want to, you don't want to be rude, you don't want to say, look, I'm not interested, 
then you are going to get tarred with that same brush. So if that is not you, and that is something you're not interested in, what you need to do is be incredibly upfront and honest and just say, I'm sorry, John, that I don't want to talk about that. That doesn't involve me. I'm just not interested. It takes a lot of guts. takes a lot of balls to do that. But you have to. Because, again, it's just going to be sapping you, sapping your time, your energy that you haven't got. The one thing in life that we haven't, we can't make more of is time. We can make more money. We can make more energy, effectively. But we can't. what we can't do is make more time. If I'm having a negative conversation with somebody, I want to nip that in the bud straight away. And I will literally say, I'm sorry, I'm not interested, or this conversation isn't for me. Um, you need to talk to somebody else about it. Because it is so, so unfair of people to sap something that they can't get back. You might as well just give them the money because you can make that back, but your time, you can't make that back. So be brutal, be upfront and be honest. And don't worry about the relationship that you've got with them. If it's a good relationship, they will respect that. If they take the hoof and not want to speak to you again, what have you lost? Now, I appreciate you've got to balance out if it's a boss or if it's somebody who has got a little bit of uh, financial um, commitment over you or a little bit of financial responsibility over you, then you've got to tread a little bit carefully. But if that is the case, then you've got to look at the relationship you have with that person. You've got to be saying, if it's a boss, do I really want to work at a company like this? If it's a colleague, do I really want to be working with somebody who was like that? Can I be transferred to a different department? So surrounding yourself with positive people and getting uh, away as quick as you can from the negative people, it'll only bring good things in your life. And then the last type of negative person is somebody who just wants to suck knowledge, suck your experience, and not give anything in return. Now, these are the type of people that, in my mind, that you you just you can nip this in the bud really, really quick. Because if somebody is consistently, I get it all the time, as you guys know, I run a mentoring and coaching business, I run a training company as well. And when somebody comes and asks me for information, as part of trying to, the sales process, you want to give a little bit. If anybody has read uh, Influence by Robert Cialdini, it's called Reciprocity, where I give a little with no expectation in return. So what happens in my life is where somebody gets in touch with me through social media and they'll say, John, can I ask you a question about an acquisition or management or change leadership or whatever it is? And I always, always, always say yes. And I'll do that the first time. Maybe spend 10, 15 minutes on having a chat and I've, I've brokered that connection. We have built up some sort of relationship. The second time, I might say, well, look, I'm really busy this week. Can we next week? If it's urgent um, or they really want it, then they'll wait. If it's not, it'll say, oh, no, no, I'll get back in touch with you. And they never do. The third time, that's when I start to say to them, look, I don't mind having little bits of chats, but I've got paying customers and clients who pay me money to get this sort of advice. I don't mind the odd question. But if you want to become a client of mine, then I'm more than happy to chat to you about it. And yeah, they might say, look, I'm sorry. Yep, can you give me more information about your masterminds or your coaching or your courses, whatever it is? And that's absolutely fine. But equally, some people don't, and they just bugger off, and I never hear of them again. Um, and they want to suck that energy and that, that, that time and that knowledge away from you, which, again, you know, time is money. Your knowledge is money. I've spent tens and tens and tens of thousands of pounds and many, many hours on learning what I know, what I understand, what I coach, what I teach, and what I mentor. So why should somebody get that for free? You don't mind a little bit. For one, help them, because you know you don't want to charge somebody just for, for a conversation. Um, but also, I've got people who actually pay for that. You know, I've got I've got a relationship and a responsibility with my other clients. 
So when people are trying to take your time, they're trying to take your energy, and they're trying to take your knowledge, which equates to money, those are the kinds of people that you want to get out of your life. Now, in the past, I've done that. I've had relationships. I'm not going to say they were toxic because I wouldn't allow myself to get into a toxic relationship. But certainly I've been in relationships where the, the vibe wasn't there, where I came away from a conversation or came away from a, an interaction with a, a friend or, or somebody and it was a case of, do you know what, I didn't enjoy that. It was an hour of either arguing or twisting or getting us down or bitching about other people. And I've done it on many, many occasions where I've just said, do you know what, I'm just not going to call that person. And that's what you've got to do. So if somebody's trying to get in touch with you and they're a negative and you've made that mental decision that you don't want to be in their lives anymore, you don't want them to be in your lives, you've got to follow it through. And you can do this on a, in a couple of ways. So you can literally just not return the calls, not return the texts. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But they're going to continue to do it or they're going to, if it's a friendship group, they're going to say, why is John not returning my calls? What have I done wrong? I'm a big believer in fronting things up. If I've got something to say to somebody, I will front up and I will say that. And how you say it and what you say are two completely different things. I can deliver bad news in a positive way. I can deliver not nice news to hear for somebody in a neutral or positive way. So it could be a case of, look, John, I've had a bit of a think and I don't think that you're a positive influence in my life now. And it's something that I don't want to piss you. So, you know, you go your way, I'll go my way. And that's absolutely fine. I genuinely have had that conversation a couple of times where I've literally said to people, I think we've just outgrown each other. It's not you, it's me. Effectively, a dear John letter. And, and that's what you need in your in your life. You can just grow apart. And those are the situations where it's like absolutely brilliant. You don't have to get involved in that conflict because I know probably about 95% of people are absolutely terrified and petrified of some sort of conflict. It doesn't have to be conflict. You can manage that situation. You can manage that conversation. And ultimately, if the person you're saying this to is having a bit of a hissy fit and saying, I can't believe this, and, you know, we've gone, we go way back and this and this, you say, listen, we've just grown apart. You know, you gossiped tea, you said this, you did this. That's that's not me now. It's absolutely fine to grow and go in separate ways with relationships. We are actually new people every six, seven, eight years, depending on what research you read. And that is, you know, our skins regenerate, our hair falls out, some more than others, regenerates itself, our eyes, heart, liver, lungs, all our organs. So we are literally a brand new person, even our taste buds. This is probably why, you know, when you were a young kid, you hated eggs, and now you love eggs. When you're 14, 15, you maybe hated the taste of wine if, you, if your parents give you a little taste of beer, and now you're down the pub every weekend. Our taste buds even change. So with that in mind, our relationships can change. A lot of us don't knock about with the same people or have them as a, in a friendship group as we went to nursery because we went on with our lives, we got married, we went to university, we did jobs in different parts of the world, the country, whatever it is. Relationships alter, evolve, and change, and that is fine. So there's nothing wrong with saying, look, you've gone your way, I've gone my way. Now, when I say surround yourself with uh, positive people, right, there's a couple of things I want to talk about is don't get rid of the people who are open to telling you the truth, so long as it's the truth and it comes from a good place. So one of the things is you might say, well, they've told me I dropped the ball on that occasion, or they told me that business idea wasn't very good, or they said that I was a bit out of order in that situation. You need those people in life. You need those people that will give you honest feedback, and if it comes from the heart, that is fine. And though that's not negative. That is honest, brutal, honest feedback, and you need that. You don't want to be surrounded by yes men or women. 
That's the worst thing you can do when people are kissing your ass, to be blunt. John, you're brilliant. You're fantastic. You need people to pull you back because when you were pulled back, you reflect. You understand what wasn't such a great, what you thought was a great idea isn't actually a great idea. And that's how you, you move forward and you grow yourself and you grow the business because you're getting that honest feedback. If people are just kissing your butt, then you're never going to get that. So that's the first thing. Do not mistake honest feedback from a from the heart with negativity. It's not. It's it's positivity because it's going to allow you to grow. Um, the second thing is, is, if you can, is those positive people meet up as often as you can because positivity rubs off on positivity. So, you know, attitudes are contagious. So is yours worth catching? Is the negative person worth catching? Well, of course it's not. So you walk away, you have nothing to do with them. But positive people, networking events, if, if you've met somebody and you've connected and you've clicked, then try and meet up with them. Once a month, once every couple of months, that's fine. But if you've got four, five, six people that you're doing, so you're, you're meeting up, even if just for a coffee, once a week, once every 10 days, that has a big effect. And the the energy and how long that lasts will be determined by you. So for me, I know that if I meet up with somebody who's really positive, that can last me for a good four, five, six weeks. I don't really need to meet up with that person or another um, for a good four, five, six weeks. But I also know people who, you know, they meet up on a Monday by Tuesday, the battery's depleted again, the energy battery, the positivity battery. So they need that constant cajole and that constant recharge and a charging up from a positive point of view. You've got to know thyself. You know if you're a positive person, you know how often you need to meet up with people. And then just adapt your schedule to try and fit those people in your lives. If you haven't got anyone, that's fine, right? Start networking, start meeting people, start going out. And it's almost you're looking for a positivity buddy. So when you're feeling a bit low, you can give them a ring and you can just you know have a bit of a conversation. I've got a few. I've got a couple of business partners that are really good, really positive. I've got friends. I've got my wife. I've got family. So if I'm ever feeling a bit lonely or a bit down or low or you know, a bit negative, something's happened at work or whatever, then you just pick up the phone, you have a chat or you WhatsApp them or whatever it is. So try and meet up as often as you can. And the other thing is, is don't take, 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 because then you are the negative person that this podcast video is about. Try and add value to them as well. Try and talk to them, try and open up to them, try and hear their problems and try and offer solutions as well. So it's not all about like, woe betide me, my world's shit, this is going to shit, I need help, help, help. You know, that is part of it, but try and listen as much as you talk, try and add value to them as much as you take. So the whole point of negative people is it's take, 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 and you bring them, they bring you down to your level. Don't be that person that brings that person down to your level. The whole point about positive people is we build people up we don't take them down. So I hope that's worked. I hope you can understand now why negative people have such a detrimental effect and why you've got to surround yourself with positive people. So add value, try and meet up as often as you can. And um, yeah, don't get rid of people in your life that will give you the honest feedback because we need that to grow and learn and adapt and evolve as people. So I hope you've enjoyed this session on Leadership Revealed and we'll see you next time.